What's up? It's Lisa Denae. You're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. My name is Brooke. I am a singer from Ireland and the song that I have out right now is called That's Rich and it's in the Eurovision this year. A fun fact that I'm sure some people know about me, like my family would know, is I am an adrenaline junkie that breaks every single bone in her body every time she tries to do something but still for some reason I don't have any fear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, how many bones have you broken? Toe, knee, leg, collarbone, skull, fingers. Oh. Yeah, we're not messing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad you're okay. And then also um, just huge congratulations on being in Eurovision. That's such a huge, huge moment. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about that's rich by brooke so let's start with the lyrics of this song what is the song about and what inspired you to write it the lyric right okay so basically this is the first song i've ever written (laughs) and yeah like so i guess the inspiration of the lyrics come from multiple not just one like all all my relationships i've ever had with men like combined into one song (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like one day uh I don't know if you realize or if you use it in America but that's rich is a really common Irish phrase where you would use it if someone says they're going to do something but they've no intention of doing it you would say that's rich coming from you like you've no Mm -hmm. intention of not being so Mm -hmm. basically (laughs) if that's an easy way to explain it yeah my granny said it one day at the table and I was like I'm gonna write that down I don't know when I'm going to use that. So that's where it came from. That is so hilarious. Yeah. When it's funny because, you know, when I obviously just look at the title, like that's rich, I wouldn't get that. But yeah, when I was listening to the lyrics, I was like, Oh, I see what she did here. I don't think we, I don't think it is like common in America for us to use it in that way, but I do. I love what you guys did with that. So it's kind of cool knowing that that comes from Ireland. Yeah. Well, I'm sure other people use it, but right. for the minute, 
It's just Ireland. We're the only ones that use it. It's only subject. You have to live here to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I also love that it came from your grandma. I know. No, my, <laughs> my two grannies are like crucial to my existence. They are the coolest people alive. And they're just so funny. Like one is 83 and the other one is 91. Oh my gosh. I know. And wow. it's so funny. I was actually on The Voice UK and whenever I was on the blind audition, everyone on Twitter was like, oh my God, I'm so disappointed that they're not a lesbian couple because of how well they <laughs> on camera. <laughs> I swear. Oh my gosh, that's so hilarious. I love, love, love that. So with this particular song, did the lyric, I mean, I know you wrote that down, but did the lyric come to you first or were you in the studio and kind of messing around with this production, like really awesome production that you have here that inspired the rest of the lyric? Well, basically what happened was I wrote uh, loads of different phrases and concepts that I liked into my notes mm-hmm. and me and my producer on the Zoom call, I just put it up, like shared my screen or else we made a, a Google Doc and we just all were like contributing into it. And I, they, there's another, it was me and Izzy Warner, like we were the two songwriters in the session. Mm-hmm. And she was, I really like a few of these phrases and then we highlighted them and I was like, no matter what we, <laughs> what we use, I want take your mirror off the wall to be the first line because it's so strong yeah but it's funny I, I laugh every time I think of it because it's so funny like it's not something you would say and get away with unless you were singing it <laughs> yeah no for sure well and how was working with everyone because I know you said that this is your first original song so how was that experience yeah I mean it's really songwriting is a really invasive like skill to learn and adapt to mm-hmm. like initially attention like it was co-written and it was really thought about my friends like I didn't really want to write about myself because I wasn't there yet I didn't really want anyone to know anything about me and yeah. it's hard to be honest like and talk about yourself in that way like in the third person nearly because you know that people are obviously going to assume that this is a personal or like a story derived from something like Taylor Swift everyone's like who's this about and they always speculate and right it's just like people always want to know and I suppose it's hard to get used to that part if you're a secretive person I wouldn't say I'm secretive but I also I'm picking I pick and choose when to share mm-hmm. and then really not something I can control a lot of people want to listen to it they're obviously just gonna um jump and have preconceived ideas about what it's about what I'm like so it's cool it's a cool process and I'm a lot more comfortable with it now if I had have immediately shared it last January that would have been a different story I'd say mm-hmm. yeah again I think with this particular song I mean you were kind of like took a stab at like all of the males in your life that may have just really (laughs) screwed you over and I just really love yeah again how that phrase like turned into like a very like empowering moment and I and I think even just the production that was built around it is very empowering and like kind of like anthemic Um, yeah so did you guys kind of know once you had like the lyrics and stuff did you guys kind of know what sound you were going for right off the bat 
It's funny that you say that because my brief, like initially when we got on the call, I was like, I want to write something that I deem timeless. And for me, that's bonding. Like I love yeah. Debbie Hart. I think she's amazing. And I, I really admire her and her music. And I really wanted to create something along those lines, not necessarily copying any certain element but I really love the guitar and I love the like snappy beats I just think that they're really catchy from the beginning and you really feel like connected to the song even though you may have only heard it a couple of times that you feel like oh this sounds really familiar but it also isn't familiar it's new mm-hmm. so I really wanted to create something that would never age and never be hard to listen to regardless of what era we're in because there's yeah. elements 80s elements of naughties with the conversational middle eight bridge and you know what like I think they're really cool and I love them and I have to sing this a lot so yeah that's <laughs> and I hope it's a good sign for the future yeah I want to talk about that bridge too that you mentioned was that an idea that you guys played with a lot before you nailed it down or was there actually like an, an actual like melody that you guys created for the bridge first. And then you were like, no, 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 like let's switch this up. This was actually the easiest part of the song to write for oh, me. Okay. I had just came out of a really um, non-influential situationship is what I'll call it. Okay. <laughs> and I literally was just sitting there and I, and then the producer was like, Carl Zane. He was like, Brooke, what do you want to do here? Do you want to, do another verse do you want to do a, a bridge like do you want what do you want to do and then I said play me a few bars like without any music that we've got already like just play me it and I'll have a wee bit of fun here because honestly I wasn't trying to impress anyone like I wasn't creating something for anyone else to listen to mm-hmm. and he just played it and then literally I was like I think it's funny like I got the I literally got what I wanted to do immediately like I got the the way I wanted to sing it but I just got it just took me like maybe five minutes to write the words it was so quick wow that's amazing because bridges are really hard (laughs) for a lot of artists to write so that's yeah it just came naturally to you I love that I would say as a writer I find bridges and verses a lot easier than I find hooks and choruses yeah I I agree with that like I'm just I'm just really I find choruses like I think too much I think I could see that for sure I'm like what do people want to hear what what am I doing for other people that's when I start to think of others and not myself when I get into choruses yeah and it gets harder yeah I like and I like what you said because you you said like you wrote this song for you right so that also is kind of makes it like a little easier you know, yeah. but then it's always great because you know that this song is very relatable. And again, this is very like empowering and stuff. Like I would play this in the car and, you know, just scream this at the top of my lungs if I'm so frustrated <laughs> with like a male figure, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's that's what it was for me. It was a song that was meant to make me laugh. Like it's not a song that you're going to enjoy at the start of a really horrendous breakup. It's right. just not. It's going to be something when you come to terms with everything, it's something to make you feel empowered and to really let you focus on your independence and how important it is to focus and be by yourself because you'll do more for yourself than anyone can ever do for you. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. The song honestly sounds like it came really naturally for you. And that's, again, like super impressive because 
it was kind of like your first time, you know, writing and, and was there anything that you guys were playing with in the studio that just didn't make the final mix? Well, it was more that we added stuff for the final mix. Like there was lots of different creative things that I wanted to do. Like Mm -hmm. the, the really breathy ah that comes in yeah. and that was just that was on a whim that was oh. that's my favorite part of the song <laughs> like I swear that just happened when I went to London I recorded this in my producer studio we were like I like I was like I really want to add something in to give their more dimension and more depth to the second verse here and we just played with a few ideas and this was the one that really worked and also do you see the now you want me like with the way that oh my gosh I have that written down (laughs) that was also in the production room like that all happened when we went to record there was like things that we felt were could be more depth like there was lots of different places we wanted to play with like it was having plays with the song while we were there recording like we recorded stuff that that wasn't used loads Mm -hmm. of ad lib stuff but that was like stuff we added in that I think really really adds to the song because especially when you take away when you take a step away from the song and then you come back to it a few days later you're gonna have more ideas like you should never just record something that day like you should take time away and come back to a song because the mood that you were in on that moment like yes of course there's things that you should record at the time but you might want to change it in a few days and there's no there's nothing wrong with that it's not less authentic it's just you're coming at it from a different perspective and you'll know like a omniscient view of what would be what would be more appropriate and what would do like what would be just different elements that you're not thinking of at the time yeah, no, a hundred percent. Wow, you're like just dropping a lot of gems here. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, that now you want me. Oh my gosh, like as soon as that came in, and then it was like kind of like um affected and warped and stuff. I was like, oh yeah. yes, like I love, love, love what you guys did there. So it's really cool, like yeah, just hearing a lot of these decisions were just really natural for you and not necessarily like super planned out. Yeah. Like there, I'm not signed to anyone. There was no label saying we think you should do this. Yeah. This was my creative decision to just play with a song and, and really have no intentions on where it ends up because I don't really feel like I have a genre yet. Mm-hmm. I don't really like all my music when it comes out, like when you hear it, there, it's really just alternative pop there's no specific category and I feel like alternative pop is the best place for me to be in because there there's no stringent rules on how to do it it's alternative for a reason and I feel like that's hopefully going to help like maybe the the EP is like a a relationship I don't know guideline guidebook on what to do and when <laughs> you are songs for different different days yeah yeah and I think it you know, it, it takes artists like a while to find their sound. However, I, I think alt pop would be, yeah, like a good place to sit, especially when you're talking about who you pull inspiration from. But yeah. also I think what, what is cool is, you know, for you specifically, like you can start with the sound and then you just grow and you're growing with your fan base as well. So they can kind of come along with you through this like musical journey that you're yeah. about to like go on. 
you know, because it's, you don't want to necessarily like just stay in one lane because that's not really growing and we all grow as time goes on. One thing that confuses me, but I understand because obviously it's familiarity is when you are pitching to a label, they need you to have a genre. They need you to have a sound that you're going to follow. Yeah. Because obviously as a creative, I want to delve into different genres. Like my favorite music at the minute is punk. Like I love punk. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm a punk singer, but like I hate being confined to one thing. And maybe that is because I haven't found my, like my exact sound yet, but I don't think I want to yet. Yeah. And yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I totally understand like how difficult it is like yeah with labels because like you said like they want that specific genre because it's just easier for them you know to like target who to you're right yeah but but it's also it's it's not practical like you said like from a artist standpoint and even just from as a human being like we're constantly changing like yeah we all kind of have like our core you know but we we all go through different experiences and then from there we grow right yeah. so Miley Cyrus is my favorite artist of all time mm-hmm. is because she's constantly evolving but yeah. she's also not listening to anyone like she will create stuff and it's created you can tell that she enjoys it and and I love singing it and that it's personal but you can also tell that she really has creative license to do whatever she wants because yeah is Miley and her music is so raw and I love raw I think raw is like the coolest place to sit in because you're not too polished and you're not trying to be anything other than yourself yeah no for sure it's I feel like artists have to like play a certain game until they can like get to that level yeah I agree with you you sacrifice yeah certain certain things in order to get that level and then you really have creative freedom to do whatever you want yeah that is the way I used to look at it and then I suppose now that I'm doing Eurovision there's so many different wonderful and creative people that are inspiring me in different ways and wanting me to go in different directions in terms of um what I want to create after it like be like yeah definitely if I want to play the game and be smart then maybe that's what's right for now I don't know yeah, but then it's always like we all all want to rebel, right, <laughs> against that like model. <laughs> so true. <laughs> but I think like, well, okay, so you're you're on Eurovision, and with that experience, like, yeah, because you're surrounded by so many different genres and like, culture, and everything. yeah, and cultures, everything. Like, you're gonna be able to like pull like this is who I want to be. In this yeah industry. this is the voice that I want to have in the industry so yeah I just how is that experience by the way on being your vision yeah like I can't really I had no idea what world I was entering into of course I'd watched it from a child like yeah. as a child you and always wondered how people got there because in Ireland for the past seven years we haven't let the public decide anything it's all done behind closed doors and that hasn't really been working ever but this year there was 400 songs sent in um to RTE which is the big 
company production company that holds the euro song competition mm-hmm. which hasn't happened in seven years like this is this is like the first time they've done it in a long time and uh so six were like decided to be finalists and then we competed on live television and that was like the first time I've sang in front of an audience in two years Wow! so that yeah that was that was powerful for me it was a big moment and uh I won the public vote which is the coolest yeah. most inspiring part because you can really go to Italy with confidence that your country want you and they're behind you yeah. so that was me and then also it was just like it was a moment to like I really even at that point didn't know what was coming and my schedule now is crazy like really really crazy I'm just back from Barcelona and the days you get like three days in every country but that means you get off the plane, you go to a red carpet and you do press and then you go right. to a party. And then the next morning you do your press day, you get a few hours off to a sound check and then you perform that night and then you go home early the next morning. So it's really full on and really good experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I learned a lot about my voice. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And then you've also been on The Voice UK, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm sure like you learned a lot from there too, just about, again, like who you want to be in this industry and and what type of voice you want to have. So all of these things are just, they're definitely going to help you and like pave a way for you in this industry. Yeah. Well, the voice didn't really help me with individuality because. Oh, oh right. Cause you're doing covers. Songs. Yeah. Like you have, you can't sing an original. Well, you could sing an original, but it's not the wise choice basically. Right. But. Right. 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 It, it, was how to conduct yourself mm-hmm. and like if you're nice to people they will be nice to you and I've learned so many different tricks and of the trade and um I got like really like professional help and Megan Trainer is like like genuinely a friend now like there's no there was no ulterior motive with her like I picked her and she just we really connected and I would say like I could ask her like I'm gonna go meet her in LA after the Eurovision and hopefully we'll get in the studio and write something together because yeah. I'm a songwriter has she heard this song yeah she has she loves it oh my I, I, gosh um, yeah yeah oh that's so amazing she's amazing she's really lovely yeah yeah I would I could totally yeah see her loving this song I think lyrically it just embodies you know like what her like brand is as well so I learned a lot from her as a as a brand and what I wanted yeah. to you know what I wanted to aspire to be and the whole um world is hard to navigate but she's been a great help in terms of like helping me explore where to go and she's been great she really has yeah well speaking of uh lyrics and songwriting what would you say your favorite lyric line in this song is I think it it's between take your mirror off the wall, bye bye Phil, or you see me now you want me because they're massive like crowd lyrics that they can scream back at me and the crowd interaction is really what you want. Mm-hmm. Like that connection, like it was, I was singing in Barcelona there at the weekend and I suppose it was very overwhelming for me because I, I everyone was like, screaming my lyrics back at me and that's not something you can prepare for like it really isn't I know it's hard to believe (laughs) I'm joking but it was so 
intense. Like I really wanted to do well and, and to like everybody, I wanted them to see how hard I've been working on my performance and my, like my dancing and everything. And once you get up there, it all just kind of goes blank because everybody is excited to see you and then you get excited and it's just a really hard thing to control. Yeah. It's just such a, a it's such a different world. Like I've never had proper fans before. I've never singed my songs for anyone ever. And lyrics are such an important thing because they can either relate to people or they can either um get you the relation through fun, like through them wanting to sing it back to you and scream it. And mm-hmm. you know it's just such a such an I think they're iconic lines, probably the bye bye full, maybe that'd be the most iconic. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. What about your favorite uh, production element in this song? I I love the middle eight. I love the conversational, like it's like a psychotic break nearly is what I call it. Yeah. It's It's like the whole mental breakdown, like at the start, you're so confident and it's like you're really, really displaying your feelings and you're telling the the other person that I really like, don't want to hear from you. Stop contacting me. And then it gets too much nearly in the middle of the song. And you start like, I think it's funny. Like, like why are you even trying anymore? We didn't even know each other. Like, stop. Like, th- this is such a small part of our lives. Like, why can't you move on? Basically, you just start to lose control and composure a good bit. And then you regain that before the breakdown ends and it's like the you see me now you want me is like a it's just a are we patting the back to yourself like there's a reason why they can't get over you and 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 that's a really cool thing like yes they didn't put the effort in at the time but they're kicking themselves now just like you've been told just like everyone says like they're gonna regret this in the long grass is like the kind of thing that I'm talking about yeah yeah and I really love how your voice is affected also in that section, because I think it totally just adds, you know, that like emotion that you're portraying. Yeah. Like lyrically. And then just how you delivered that as well. And so, yeah, I really, really loved the choice of like affecting your vocal in that way. Cause it's just like, so in your face, you know? Yeah. I knew that people would either love it or hate it. (laughs) And that was like, just, that I was gonna have to make obviously when I'm singing it live I don't put the distortion on so people do get words I suppose but the distortion is important it almost sounds like a phone call because they won't stop blowing up your phone Mm -hmm. and it's like you it just transpires one conversation that you nearly have with each other and it's like the end of it it really shows the end of communication like the stop where you just completely separate yourself from them yep 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 I love that. <laughs> it's just, I love it. I love it all. Is there anything else about the writing, production, or recording process of this song that you would love to share? I suppose, let me think. The, there's no real secrets. Like, there's no real method. Like, there's no method in my madness of what I've done. It's literally a song that I loved creating and that I love listening to. It's really not made to impress people like I never had any intention of releasing it because I didn't think there was a place for it that's why I think Eurovision is so good because it's it's not a stereotypical song it's quite Mm -hmm. it's quite kitsch and quite camp but it also crosses into potentially charting like it's 
commercial enough to be accepted by everybody, but it's also very um, in its own avenue in terms of um, vibe and genre right now. So it does come across quite punk and pop. And I don't know where that would fit in in everyday music nowadays, but um, I feel like your vision has given me this platform and that's why the song is doing so well. And people are nearly starting to take me seriously, even though the song isn't very serious in general at all. Um, so it's it's such a new way, way where I'm weaving my way through this musical career. I definitely have more music coming out and the writing process is very invasive in some of them. Like it's that I don't know if I'll ever truly mention some of the real meanings behind the songs, mm. because as I got better at writing um, the songs became more personal and in depth and mm that's a that's a scary place to be because you know that you're really exposing yourself but you know that you've also created something that a lot of people will, will relate to and respond to so it's the writing process in general has been kind of similar in the way it starts but um where it goes it depends if you're comfortable with who you're writing with you can really hit some very personal spots and that's the cool part for yourself but once you have to realize that you are putting this out there that can be quite quite not daunting but just a new experience for me yeah I think it's I was actually just talking to an artist the other yesterday about this I think with songwriting you know as artists sometimes it's it's hard the things that we go through is hard to talk to a friend or even you know a family member or whoever it may be it's it's hard for us to like express emotions to someone else so sometimes we use music as a friend like for that's how we get things out it's your most version of yourself yeah and and that's and then yeah then have the thought of like releasing that to the world it's like now everyone's going to hear it is is a tough process however I will say as not only like a writer, but a music listener myself, like I, I always appreciate artists that really are open and vulnerable because sometimes they write things that help me get through yeah, whatever it, that song may be about. So I know it is scary, but I, I do hope, you know, like your songs could totally, you know, change someone's life. And yeah, when you're ready to share it with the world, then, you know, that that's the right time to share. But, but I, I, I hope that you know that, you know, like, yeah, as scary as it may be, like, I hope that, you know, like your song could totally change someone's life. Yeah. And I, I won't ever hold it back from anyone, but I'll just have to get better at being open. But I appreciate that completely because there's lots of music that has touched me mm -hmm. that people probably didn't enjoy writing but you're completely right in terms of every time I write about something it releases a lot of emotions and there and I feel like I deal with things better after I've written about them um there's a there's one song in particular that I've written and I genuinely thought it would never see the light of day but as soon as I wrote the song I felt better about the situation and I knew that 
I knew where my head was with it. And I really started to understand my own feelings. And that really, like, you know, inspired me to to actually release the song because if that did that for me, then there's going to be a lot of people that relate to that in different ways. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited for you, Brooke. It sounds like a lot of great things are, you know, accumulating and, and yeah, you're, you're, experience in the studio and then even just again with Eurovision is going to help um you find everything like who exactly who you want to be in this industry you know so um yeah thank you so much you've you're so lovely (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you (laughs) um well Brooke can you tell everyone where they can follow you on social media and where they can listen to that's rich uh, let me just memorize all my handles here. <laughs> <laughs> On Instagram, it's just Brooke Scullion. I must have been the first one ever to create one. So there's no, no there. Brooke Scullion XX. Um, and then I feel like Wikipedia. I've, I've have a Wikipedia page. Oh. Now, which I, did, I didn't make it, but I, it feels good to have one. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. That was so cool. That was like, after I won the Eurosong competition, I looked, I did Google myself to see like what the news articles were. And I had a Wikipedia page and it was honestly, that was a, that was a game changing moment. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so, I feel like that's like, um, everyone like strives to get one of those. <laughs> yeah. Not much on but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> and then where they, where can they listen to That's Rich? I'm assuming all platforms. Uh, you, sorry yeah the, the song is more important not me you don't care about me <laughs> I'm a weirdo with the Instagram page but my song that's rich you can get it everywhere like Apple Music uh, Spotify Deezer YouTube that's rich Brooke should should come up everywhere I hope so yes awesome thank you so much Brooke for coming on my show and and I love learning more about how this came together and more about your journey too well thank you for asking that's really kind like it was cool for someone to actually break the song apart and not me you can listen to the full song on your favorite music platforms or check out SoundScrub presents featured sounds playlist on spotify make sure to follow me your host lisa denae on instagram tiktok youtube twitter and many more at lisa denae or at lisa denae music if you're enjoying the show and would love to support SoundScrub, please visit lisadenae.com forward slash SoundScrub for more details. Thank you for listening. Wow.